0: Welcome back to another episode of Drinking and Thinking. Today, in uh, honor of National Screwdriver Day, we're drinking a screwdriver. And then talking about why anybody would even want to go to church. So (laughs) grab something cold and stick around. Let's dive on in. Cheers, screwdriver. Here we go. All right.
1: Before Kevin says, yes, what's the over under that he's heard of oh, a screwdriver or um, have had one?
0: I'm gonna go based off two seasons worth of evidence.
1: Mm-hmm. Neither. Yeah, I'm kind of so. with you. I don't think he's ever
0: heard or had a, a screwdriver. I, I guarantee oh, never had.
2: I've heard of them, but I've never actually had one. Okay, ever. but you
0: have heard of a screwdriver? I have.
2: Yeah, a screwdriver. Yeah, yeah. the
0: cocktail,
2: not the hand tool oh you mean no yeah i have heard of the drink the uh, screwdriver yeah but are they all made with uh, orange juice yep Mm -hmm. oh
0: it's orange juice and well chris you have vodka kettle Kettle one one, thank you kettle one and we have the same orange juice but strike Na vodka which isn't that bad
2: think how many years how long it took me to discover all this stuff i know i never have this podcast has changed your life oh it has absolutely we are, uh,
0: we record these, if anybody cares, we record these podcasts in the evening, mm-hmm. so this feels, I don't know if I've ever in my life drank orange juice in, in the evening. evening. It's a I very be like weird I'm on experience. A
2: beach. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody shut up, I need to be there. This is a heartburn waiting to happen. Really? Yeah. Wait. Orange juice. Because of the orange juice? Yeah. Why? You get heartburn from drinking orange juice? Oh, yeah. Really? Orange juice, eating bananas, Yeah. <laughs> Um, mm. Anything citrus. fruit? What? <laughs> any uh,
0: any healthy? You know, anytime I eat or drink something healthy, <laughs> my please, body just uh, rejects
2: it. Oh uh, yeah, lettuce. This, this is a, a heartburn creator, right? Here. I've never, I've never in my life
0: heard that. Heard of someone getting heartburn from OJ? Well, <laughs> really, we're gonna leave that OJ comment alone. <laughs> so, do you, has it been long enough? Can we make those jokes? Not quite. <laughs> okay, we got
1: two more years. Are you All talking right. about the football player? We are
0: oh. mm-hmm. juice baby. Um. <laughs> so uh, I I will say this: I have also never had a screwdriver. That seemed weird. Like mm-hmm. it's it's probably one of the simplest cocktails mm-hmm. you could ever make. It's two ingredients, and I just I don't know. I've just never been like, oh, I just I just really need some spiked orange juice. Or not spiked orange juice. Just okay. drink orange juice. <laughs> um,
1: so, go ahead. Nope, I can't. No, nope, I've definitely had a lot, but it's usually because you need it after a night.
0: Ah, oh, this is like this your
1: pick-me-up. Yeah, this is the what they would refer oh. to as the hair of the dog. Gotcha. Yeah. The
0: Nazareth song you're talking about,
2: obviously. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I Nazareth thought that's song. what a Bloody Mary was for.
0: That's true. Yeah, that as well. Also, which, spoiler alert, that's coming this season.
1: Mm. Can we please do a Bloody uh, Maria?
0: What's a Bloody Maria? Tequila. Oh, sure. I I don't know. We'll talk about this later. Yeah, okay. I'm very much not looking for I hate tomato juice. This is going to be the best for me yeah. ever. Okay, well. I'm going to get a heartburn.
2: <laughs> oh, it's a heartburn, too. I love, <laughs> I love tomato juice, but it's a heartburn.
1: What
0: in the world? Mm. So weird. That's very yeah. weird. Uh, Hey, if you're new to the podcast or new to the show, uh, welcome. My name's Shaheen. My name's Kevin. Chris. And uh, every single week we enjoy a cocktail and then rate it on a scale of zero to ten to put on our cocktail leaderboard. And uh, Kevin, you always get the first honors, so let's keep Uh, that going.
2: Well, well, let me first describe what it tastes like. Please. Okay. Orange. Orange. It tastes like <laughs> orange juice and nothing else. If, if you put something else in here, yes. I cannot taste well, it. Well, to be you fair, the N.A., the which NA is very light. we might as well just yeah. pour a glass of orange juice for us. It's for all, all practical it's like water. reasons, water. Yeah. this is an orange juice. It is. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I can even put it on that board. What do you think of orange juice? Yeah, <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> what do I think of it? I like it. <laughs> Gives me heartburn, <laughs> um, but, you know. It's not that great. Uh, no, I... Uh, it's a non. There's it's a non-factor. There
0: literally is just orange juice. It's just orange juice. So really,
2: can we put it on a cocktail leaderboard?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to. You have to now. We're contractually obligated by yep. starting this thing. We have to see it through. So okay,
2: it doesn't I, matter I, uh, what's
0: in it or whatever. Just, yeah,
2: I will uh, say it's a five. <laughs> just
0: middle of the road. Or just because it's orange it's
2: juice. Just, it's orange juice. It's middle of the road. Something <laughs> I would open up the refrigerator and drink if we had some in yeah. the morning.
1: <laughs> you know how you walk by go. your refrigerator and you just and you just feel like you want to walk, <laughs> walk into, into it, <laughs> especially <laughs> when there's an orange juice in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you want to
0: uh, go? Okay, into so Chris, you, right, <laughs> you're the only one who's had these before. Um, we'll, I will
1: say um, this is an improper mix. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I went off of a website. No, nope, nope, it's fine. It's not a you thing. Oh, normally it's clear with a touch of orange. This is
0: (laughs) so the ratios off. The ratios off.
1: Just orange juice to you too. Correct. Um, Also, kettle one is as smooth as it gets, so I wouldn't notice anyway. Um, I will give this a four point seven. If it was three times the vodka, I'd give it a seven, but it's four point seven. So this one, this is a four point seven. I
0: love. So hold on. Should we? So I didn't make it the way you like, Mm -hmm. but for purposes of helping people see where we like cocktails, though, like take no we have to do this one though
1: this one otherwise it's going to get really uh i don't think in the future
2: do you think so i do well if you didn't make it right you can't score it so this is an odd made screwdriver what do you think of it you know like that yeah yeah we just
0: mean like where would a screwdriver fall regular on the board A six you just said a seven but
1: my Mine is not a regular screwdriver.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So neither one of us are right. So if it was a... It's like the barbell effect. <laughs> not enough. Too much. The middle This is- was the ratio that several different sites said to me. I believe you. Okay. I believe so you. So that's it's why me. we're going to go with the 4.5?
1: That's fine. 4. Okay. 4.7.
0: 4.7. Yeah. 4.7. I do not mean to be, you know,
1: so... That's fine. about it.
0: So. Okay. Um, I am going to rate this one at... A three, and here's Solid my three. reason. If you don't like orange juice. Yeah. I actually do love orange juice, oh. but if I want a cocktail, I don't want an orange juice. Interesting. You know what I mean? And so, like, all right. So here's what, no. I would rather drink this than a Guinness. Yeah, yeah. So let's do this. But rate your, rate your cocktail, then we'll come back. Yep. Okay. So five, four point seven, and a three is a twelve point seven divided by three is a four point two three. All right,
1: 4.23 is not bad, but it's pretty close to bad. It's pretty. It's <laughs> second bad.
2: It's, it's, it's a non-factor.
1: Um, here's what the challenge would be then.
2: Did if, we if, already some,
1: screw this up in the season then? No, no, no. At some point in time uh, this season, we'll have to look at the dates to see what would align for screwdriver season. <laughs> um, we'll make screwdriver 2.0 the right way with a little bit of flair to it. We haven't done an elevated oh. cocktail in a while. We have not. And, and nope. I'll make a, an elevated screwdriver. Is it going to matter for Kevin and I? Uh, I don't think so, because most of the ingredients <laughs> are NA.
0: Oh, oh, so it actually will matter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Good. So we're going to revisit. So a regular screwdriver gets a legitimate 4.23, but we'll yeah. revisit it this season. Yep. Okay, yeah. that's fair enough. All right, let's, let's do it.
1: Not bad. I mean, refreshing cocktail. I mean, just to drink.
0: I, ju- I There's just something about, I think it's the night and like... In my head, this doesn't fit cocktail. So this is where we're going to
1: differ, and I know Kevin's opinion on this. Would you drink milk at night? Yes.
0: Oh, oh gosh, I love just. I wouldn't drink milk milk. in the morning, (laughs) (laughs) though. Okay. Um, Oftentimes, I do. Do you drink coffee at night? No, but not because of the caffeine. Because it's at night. Um, No, because I just don't want it. Oh, okay. It's not a. It's not a night or caffeine thing. It's just just like. Do you like cereal at night? sometimes weird yeah something about orange this just screams morning i feel like i need pancakes and bacon right now we can do that for you let's do that i would i would adjust my score if
2: this came with pancakes and
1: bacon (laughs) i think that goes for any cocktail all
2: right i uh, go back to my original this isn't the cocktail
1: (laughs) right yeah i would agree (laughs) so i
2: didn't think it should have been on the board. Well, I would also say
1: <laughs> eggnog doesn't just <laughs> is not a cocktail either. That's just something you drink in the holiday season.
2: Well, a uh,
0: uh,
1: hazy IPA is not a cocktail. That's true. Yeah, yeah. No, it's on the board. Screwdriver should and is on the board.
0: We'll okay. change this to drink leaderboard. Uh,
2: is that better? This
0: is so in depth. This is no, getting way too complicated. No, this
2: will be the last time we do something like this. <laughs> we'll just leave it. Um, who you in, in charge? I know who produces next show. Right, you're not bringing in milk, right?
1: <laughs> Actually. Funny you should ask. How do you Next week milk? is Milk Day.
0: <laughs> it's International Milk Month.
1: You like milk and <laughs>
0: vodka? <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> you guys, there's just something about a nice ice, almost on the verge of frozen. Once it starts getting little, like, frozen crystals in there, it's too much. But as close as you can get, a glass of milk is so good. <laughs>
1: That's so disgusting.
0: Oh, man, you're really missing out. I I'm sorry. Definitely not. I'm sorry. I it's delicious. I do you I or couldn't make myself
2: milk. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. jug or whatever. I don't Just think you should, should say, say that. I don't know. Nope. I couldn't <laughs> guzzle, drink, oh, whatever.
0: Gu- guzzle? Who says <laughs> that? There's only a couple contexts <laughs> I know the word guzzle in, and they're not for this show. So, <laughs> All right. All right. Well, this anyway, if you like just a glass of orange juice, yeah. you should have a glass
1: of orange juice. And if you've never had orange juice, <laughs> love, love to know your rating.
0: <laughs> I'd Love for you to leave us a comment on the, leave us a voice message on the Spotify podcast. Let us know what you think of orange juice and or milk. All right. Here's a real question. I would okay. love to see in
1: the comments because anytime we get comments, it's usually trashing something somebody says. <laughs> Fine, whatever. I would love to know. Pulp or pulp free? Oh. I'm a heavy
0: pulp guy myself. Yes, totally. Yeah. yeah. I did not, I purposefully bought no pulp it's the right move for, for this, this, this. cocktail. Yeah, yeah, right move for this. But drink. if you're just going to yeah. drink a glass of orange juice, Dude. I want to chew on it. Exactly. Yes. Oh, uh, I want to find agree. like a rind in
2: there. Yeah. So uh, I want to correct the statement I made earlier. Uh-oh. My first statement was I've never had one of these before. Turns <laughs> but out But turns out I have. Okay. Turns out you've had many. I've had orange juice many times. <laughs> I oh. love orange. Juice.
0: <laughs> All right, well there. Should we put orange juice on here somewhere? Or should we just rewrite <laughs> screwdriver to OJ? <laughs> we could just I'm do I'm just going to add this. Yeah, just add OJ. OJ. Just add it. There we go. Screwdriver, parentheses, right. orange right. juice. Right. So there we go. That was beautiful. You can make it if you want or just pour yourself <laughs> a glass of orange juice. Um, if, you, uh, if you've if you not already done so, be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. That's where you watch. Follow us on all the socials at Let's Drink Think. Mm. And uh, you don't need a recipe for this one, but if you want a recipe for any other cocktail we've ever made, you can find that on our website, letsdrinkandthink.com. Enough with the... Uh, self-promotion advertising not sponsored to read our own ads so yet um (laughs) (laughs) this episode of drinking and thinking is brought to you by drinking Drinking and thinking
2: thinking. (laughs) Um, that makes no sense at all
1: it
0: does
2: it's kind of funny
0: is it that's all right you don't have to agree okay it's fine Um, opinions. some of them are wrong there are a lot of people in our world today and i would even say a significant number of people who call themselves christians who say uh, the church is really pretty invaluable, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's way on the extreme of it's just a religious institution made by man to control people, you know, way to that extreme, or just irrelevant, I don't need it, I can be a Christian without the church and everything in between. Mm -hmm. It seems like this, uh, this thing that we call church, this regularly meeting together with other people in some sort of formalized way Mm -hmm. is just really kind of being, if I'm honest, dumped on Mm -hmm. in culture, Mm -hmm. really looked down on. And I think we would all agree that's not the best. So I thought we'd just talk about, Mm -hmm. like, what is the benefit of church? Mm -hmm. Why should either a Christian or I would even say we'd talk about why a non-Christian should maybe rethink or even try engaging in a church um from a personal side from a corporate side from just a societal sort of side Mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff so what is it that um
1: because just like anything we're talking about christianity but why is there so many people who have to your point they dunk on it more than anything it's it's not just it's there's so many things that not my thing, or I don't prefer, but like there is a lot of this like drive to like absolutely dump on it, and almost push so far against even attending a church service. Yep. And yeah, and I would guess a lot of those folks have never even attended to have that type of opinion. But I'm just curious, like where does that come from? Why is there such a um, there's such a push to not just say it's not my thing? they're they're saying like no this is a control over it's actually wrong or bad wrong and like almost like what's wrong with you for going to a church Mm -hmm. i've never experienced that well i have but not Mm -hmm. you know in a huge way yeah so i'm just curious was there ever a
2: a time in your life that you felt that way this is this is ridiculously stupid.
1: I'm not going. I felt that way about services, but I, I think as a Christian.
2: <laughs> okay, I've, so but we're talking kind of for everybody. yeah because yeah. I know if you say that I can identify a time in my life when I was one of those mm-hmm. went to church as a child. Mm-hmm. Oh, and sure, sure. honestly, I thought when I got old enough to not have to go ever want Why to. in the world would I ever do that again? Yeah, I got nothing out of it. Total waste <laughs> of time. It was just uh and even I felt that it was just manipulative and it's kinda dumb and then there was a time I thought this is just for weak people or old people mm-hmm. and it just was so the old irrelevant. Jesse Ventura thing. Yeah. Yeah. What did he say? Like a crutch for the weak or something. For the weak. Which I ended up finding out that Jesus Christ actually is. I discovered later in life that I was weak and I needed God and he was the only one that actually could make a difference in my life. And anyway, but that's that's another story. I do remember yeah a time where I stayed away from church for a decade or two mm. on my own. because why would I go do that? It made no sense to me. It had no value to. it offered no value, no life change, no inspiration, no It was a duty to go through these motions and to just waste time. Uh, so mm-hmm. I I think uh, a reason why people push back on us because it's so irrelevant and useless. To their life yeah it's so
1: interesting i i've never felt I, I know what you're you're talking about growing up in a church and i grew mm-hmm. up and this is not to create a whole new episode i grew up as a cne in a catholic church right so mm-hmm. christmas and easter only mm-hmm. yep and it was a punishment to go and everybody <laughs> knew it <laughs> everybody felt that yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. and um you know but in you know i can honestly say like i've never had that since becoming a christian and i've been coming to church or, or a church or multiple churches for 18 years now straight and I've never had that feeling or thought at this mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. of this is not useful uh, my time um you know beyond just like the sundays where you have stuff going on right but in terms of just extended mm-hmm. time period i've never felt that way
2: well i i think we're going to get to what's the value of going to church but all churches aren't the same. Just agreed. You know, agreed. all totally churches agree. are not yeah, yeah. the same.
0: Well, one of my favorite quotes. We, we've talked about this before, but the reason most people don't go to church is because they've been to one. Right. They've been to one. Yep. And yeah. like, oh, that's yeah. that's unfortunate. Uh, um,
2: good. And we're going to probably end up talking about <clears throat> yeah. why people go, but there are some great churches that are extremely relevant and yep. challenging and uplifting, and you know, just valuable to life. And I know now in my life, I love the church I go to so much that if i'm gone hunting or doing something man, when i get back there that is so refreshing it's like oh i don't go cuz i have to mm-hmm. in any way shape or form well, yeah, you do, i mean I go real, we all have I a absolutely choice. <laughs> love it you know yeah. and just love it mm-hmm. yeah
1: so what go back to my thought though like what is it that people don't just say it's not my thing like you know i don't mm-hmm. i don't ride motorcycles mm-hmm. yeah. right
2: but I'm not going to everybody Actively. say,
1: like, you guys are idiots. I can't believe you guys ride motorcycles. Okay. You have any idea but what it's
2: going to th- do to your brain. <laughs> but that aggressive against, you know, there's this neutral, what, what does it do to my life? But then the next step is they're antagonistic against right. it. Probably, I've never been there. Probably because who wants to go? Why would you go to a place that always makes you feel bad? Kind of condemns you for everything in life. And you're a bad sure. guy. And you're never going to measure up. And, like, if, if that's what I heard from a church, and I know there are churches out there that do mm-hmm. that, I would be that person that mm-hmm. says, Why would you go to that? What's wrong with you, man? Yeah. You got brain damage, you know? To want to, you know, put yourself in that situation where you're going to be beat up and beat down every week, why would you do that? What
1: I uh, hear more, and I would say not personally, but, you know, what I hear more in, in public is more. It's less like I've experienced this and it was terrible. You're going to experience the same experience. How do you uh, live with yourself by going there and taking your family there? To me, it's almost like the perception of like, I could tell you've never even tried a church. Mm
0: -hmm. I just have this preconceived notion or I've heard people talk about it.
1: And you're just going this direction with it. it's like, to me, it's like, I don't understand. Like, I don't ride a motorcycle. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't have it. I have no context to say if it's good or bad. Right. So I'm kind of indifferent about it yeah
2: In, interesting before i didn't know this was our topic before we, we were kind of you never like up. to know and uh, i don't but uh we, we, we were talking oh. about <laughs> sorry uh 20 years ago people didn't go to church for a reason now people don't go to church just because they're that indifferent i don't care sure i i think less people are antagonistic or against the church or don't want to go to a church i think nowadays for most people it is that is a non-factor in my life. I'm not for. I'm not against. It's just like I'm not even gonna think about it. Right. That I have. I have all this in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't have time for that. I, I. have. I have no interest in that. So I'm not gonna go, or I don't care.
0: Right. 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 I think. Um, I think m- most people are age, and I would assume even more so for your age did grow up with at least some experience of mm-hmm. church, though. Most I was, people you might. Know, when you get down to Gen Z and maybe younger, mm-hmm. right. I think that's mm-hmm. definitely definitely the case. And the fact of how little, I think, our generation is the Christmas-Easter-only yep. sort of things. It definitely was not a weekly thing like I'm sure you grew mm-hmm. up with. But I think those experiences there, the thing I hear the most when people talk about why they don't go to church, so not the indifferent part, mm-hmm. Um, but actual reasons why are either because of they felt manipulated by the church or usually here like specifically to a pastor or a leader, you know, in some sort of um, negative way or they were confronted with a core belief challenge. Yeah, yeah. And so rather than like deal with that or try to come to grips with it, I don't like that so I'm just going to go the other way. And I yep. think of like, you know, obviously the narrow way that Christians believe of how mm-hmm. to be right with God. I think a big thing today is definitely sexuality yep. and the transgender sort of thing. I when when I hear stories from people or even talk to people, it's usually one of those two things. I mm-hmm. think
1: there's validity to that for sure. Uh especially those who
0: have actually given a church a try. Yeah. Yeah. Or who have at least some personal experience yeah, with yeah. it. So yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, a true story, my wife invited a co-worker of hers to church for three or four years, especially Christmas and Easter or any special thing. Probably probably three or four times a year, she specifically invited her to come to church. Right. And it would, took three or four years, and anyway, she finally came on an Easter. She came, uh, she loved it, and just got so engaged right away. So after she was here... At, and has been uh, coming now. Yeah. For years. After she came to our church, I asked her, so all the times that Sue was inviting you, why did you say no all those times? What was going through your head? And this was her answer. She said, every time that I was invited to go, I felt like if I go there, I am going to have to face some truth that I would just rather ignore. I mean, that was an honest conversation that she said now that she came to church and loved it that's why i was saying no because i knew enough to know that you know the bible probably is true god is real all that stuff but i would hear some things that i would have to face and it's better to just she didn't say this but i think she was saying it's better to just keep my head hidden in the sand i don't have to wrestle with stuff if i don't face it right and maybe that's part. Maybe there's more than one reason, obviously, yeah. but maybe that's some of it too. Maybe if somebody went to church as a kid or, or younger, and they kind of got away from it, they feel like, well, I'm making my own decisions. I'm make. I'm deciding my own morality. I do. And if I believe in God, then mm-hmm. I don't want to hear what God says because if I believe in God,
0: well, then I have, I have then major then mental.
2: Then I have a a an,
1: a struggle here. Uh, I've heard that, too, uh, from people who would describe themselves as Christians, mm-hmm. and they would say, I don't go to church because I don't need church to be a Christian. I would agree. But I think you're missing a huge point of it, though, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Uh, but I think there is some of that, too. Of um, uh, There's something about confronting that reality, and it's almost mm-hmm. uh, more comfortable just being naive to it. Staying naive on purpose. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: Staying ignorant on purpose because you know it's true. So don't, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, you
0: know, I don't want to be challenged, challenged in that with way. It. Yep. Right.
2: Hey, I'm going to feel guilty if somebody faces me with this mm-hmm. that God wants me to live this way. Or God says this is true, but I've decided I don't care. I'm going to do my own thing. Yep. But in the back of my head, I know. So I just don't want to face it.
0: Yeah. Right. Do you think, um, do you think there's people who don't go to church, Christian or not, because of the, I don't want to use hypocritical because I think that word gets overused quite a bit, Sure. but lack of authenticity or just they feel like, well, I got to, I got to like pretend or I got to, my life's in too much of a wreck to go to church.
2: Do you think that's still a thing? I would say not as much for for sure not as much as it was twenty thirty forty years ago.
0: Yep, Jeez, uh, it might
2: time. be very rare, but <laughs> it, you know I'm sure there's people who would think that. Sure, but I don't think. I mean, I'm just my opinion that that is a real factor anymore, not as much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> that's
1: it. I don't know. Oh, that was Uh,
0: was just it. Thanks for the insight mm -hmm. on that one. I was was going to go
1: somewhere, but it would have been the same topic. I think
2: for the Christian who is an honest, I put my trust in Jesus Christ, believe in the Bible Christian that don't go to church is just simple. It's the distractions of this world. You know, uh, the the urgent things take precedence over the important things, and they wouldn't even tell you it's important. Yeah, I should go. But you know what? My kids are going here. I'm running there. I got I got a job on Sunday. I'm gonna do. It's just the distraction, and then it just becomes out of sight, out of mind. So I don't think most Christians avoid church on purpose. It's uh, I get distracted and out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, I probably should go. Oh, you know what? I'm going to. But just uh, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I'm just which we know. you can make busy you know anywhere anytime
1: everybody's busy yeah but you know are you prioritizing it no and and they they are not
2: prioritizing right
1: and and i think as we're talking through this to me that's the thing that's resonated the most is there's a lot of people who just don't go because it's not convenient to them Mm -hmm. and it's one of the quickest and easiest thing to pull off the calendar Mm -hmm. when things are Mm -hmm. are going crazy in your life because we're all like we've all are raising kids raised kids like have lives, have jobs. Like there's a lot going on in everybody's mm-hmm. life, yep. and I think our culture promotes taking on more than what we can handle. Absolutely, so we keep pushing mm-hmm. that forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when you start looking at the calendar of events for that week, you know, church mm-hmm. is an easy thing. Ah, I don't need to. It's an hour, but it's gonna take time to get ready. We can do so much other things. We're just gonna do something different. Yeah. We're gonna stay at the cabin. <laughs> we're gonna go somewhere. We're gonna get
0: breakfast. Like we're so, gonna I think that's
2: family. the number one reason why Christian people don't yeah. go to church. Number one. I, I hear the excuse um, sometimes. Yeah, you maybe. don't think so?
0: I don't. I don't know. I maybe I'm a little jaded because of how many like deconstruction
2: stories mm-hmm. I try to listen to. Mm-hmm. Or this—that's a like, different. Yeah, they're not going to church. They're against God now. Or no, I know. There, no, there no.
0: are several well, who are. Like, like I think they call those ex-evangelicals yeah. specifically leaving the Jeez. evangelical sort of thing. There is so
1: much to keep track of. I know there's, there's so many thing. terms,
0: but I I feel <laughs> like it's um taking that i don't need to go to church to be a christian yeah. is a theologically true statement right mm-hmm. it's just not a wise statement mm-hmm. and i don't think it's true you can't be a healthy christian Mm-mm. and not be a part of a local group of people yes okay meeting yeah, yeah. regularly yeah, yeah. for the purpose of growing closer Call it to god church or not but mm-hmm. that's essentially that's, what it is. That yes. is the biblical they, definition of church, though. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now we've turned it into something it's a, sometimes different in yes. America. Mm-hmm. But I I hear a lot of people, I mean, legitimately believing because of past hurt or because of which I
1: empathize tough with things. that because there are some, and I, I've I've heard some of those those stories too. To me, it's like, oh man, like if I was not a strong enough Christian and I got burned that bad, I would probably if I didn't walk away. Mm-hmm. For my faith I, I would for sure have a mindset of maybe all churches are just like this yeah or all people within a church are like this so i can kind of empathize mm-hmm. with that and
2: however all people are like that you're going to run at you you're going to run into that at your work you're going to run into that at your kids sports you're going to run into that we deal with ex- that in life
1: you don't expect to run into that with the pastor of your church
2: or the coach of your kid's team, or the or your boss. Sure, but you do, and it just—I <laughs> don't know. I think it's just an excuse people use. It's a real hurt. What's whatever, but we don't run from life, you know. It, it, like some, some, some do. people do. Yeah. Some people do.
0: At the first sign of trouble, I'm going to get a new job and yeah. I'm going to get a new mm-hmm. spouse, and mm-hmm. I'm going to. It's everybody
1: else's fault, and yeah, yeah.
0: I um, I'm
1: curious though because some of these. Uh, deconstructed christians to your point because to me that's a, a different subsect that mm-hmm. i hope are listening mm-hmm. but I, you know it's a different subsect than than the non-christians who have never given church a try yeah those who are naive in, in their thinking and just don't want to be challenged by it yep. to me that's a totally different group who many of them are very very um they're they're biblically sound like they they understand where their faith comes can from be. They can't. Well, yeah, many of them, though. Not all of them. <laughs> not there a are They do exist. I, I would say instead of... <laughs> but the, it's the hurt that they felt they went to a church that yeah. really, really did them wrong. In some cases, really did. Like, yeah. There's no, no way around that. Sure. I would still hope that there would be some wisdom in the fact that it's not every church, and it is going to happen on occasion, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Um,
2: but, uh, that's what I was going to say earlier. Is I, I don't think they're biblically sound. I think they're, they're church doctrinally sound and that's what they're pushing back against whatever Christian needs uh, going around here whatever their church they know their church doctrine and it was either off or it was manipulative or it didn't work whatever and they they're knowledgeable about that that's why they left but i would say if they were knowledgeable about the bible they would have never left but churches don't all teach it correctly it's very manipulative, or I it's, would agree. You know, but they're I told, also, "Hey, do this, and God will do this." Well, well, I tried it, and they didn't, and He didn't. You know, so yeah, it's I, all BS. I, I think
1: the group mm. that Shaheen and I are talking about. Please, I don't want to speak for the sure, but I think the group that I'm thinking of that I think Shaheen is referring to as well. I don't know if that's the challenge. I think they are biblically sound, most of them, and in any other church would never hear about their story, but they happen to go to a church that took a lot of people's money or they happen to go to a church where a pastor did some really, really poor teaching or poor leadership, or maybe have totally um, you know, in some cases done some really horrible things that came mm-hmm. to light. And mm-hmm. then you start questioning, is this every church? Is this what every experience is gonna be in the future? And Most of are, what
0: I hear is just straight from people's stories, seems to be just straight up manipulation. Right. Like, hey, if you were really serious about your faith, you'd be here four nights a week, yep. Yep. six hours every time. If you were really serious, you'd do all these things that maybe are or maybe not indicative of right. serious. Yeah, yeah. You know Well, I think there's also
1: some um I'm not gonna, I don't want to call people out, but you know, the the Seattle mega church stealing everybody's yeah. money. Yeah. Highballs, like Now you got Hillsong Church. And there's some people who are turning away from people, not necessarily from um, what the church did or maybe didn't do for them or maybe the doctrine of the church, because I would argue most of those churches' doctrine was was solid, but it was the people that really wronged. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and that really turned a lot of people away from even trying a church again. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, my argument is just if those people really knew their Bible— they would know their church is off. They would know that's not true, that's not accurate.
0: They would have never put such and such on a pedestal to begin with. To begin I mean,
2: all kinds of things. So I don't don't think they know their Bible well. I think they've learned their church teaching well and found out it's wrong. Uh,
1: Uh, We don't need to go, to me, when I think of uh, some of these churches, Mm -hmm. they're highly respected pastors. Mm-hmm. and in these specific circumstances, of course there's a ton of others. And I feel for the people that were uh were a part of Bill hybel's church. And I feel for the people in see, yeah, I forget the name of the church. Driscoll. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Mars Hill. Mars Hill. Like that is something, yeah, there's some pedestalization there, but it was for a lot of good reasons, like very skilled pastors who are very good at speaking, communicating, and um, I feel for those people because they feel burned because they were following who they felt were the right churches and, and involved in small groups. And um, yeah, that, that's the folks I feel the most mm-hmm. for in that context is some of those people.
2: Mm-hmm. I've heard some of these deconstruction stories, and everyone I've heard, it was false doctrine that many hurt of those them. are. Yeah, yeah, it was false doctrine. You should have never believed that. Agreed. You know, and uh, they 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 Whoa. turned from man what the church told them, and not what's real Christianity. Though the stories I've heard, wow, most I've of heard what I of heard, too,
0: though. most of what I hear is specifically about sexuality. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it's overwhelming. The stories I've heard of just, I cannot reconcile the fact that there's a friend or a family member that I have with. This teaching from Christianity that says this is wrong. And so I have to walk away, yeah. which is maybe not necessarily the church thing, but I do know some people who still claim to be Christians and love Jesus mm-hmm. and just get very progressive in their views and then walk away from said churches because of that.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I th- even think in there, and I know I'm beating down a, th- this one point, but I, I think even in those situations, they are they hear things from Christian churches in a way that isn't actually accurate. That's not how God would say or treat you.
0: Oh, sure. Okay. You know,
2: I mean if they knew if they were real Christians and they knew their Bible, they would identify my church is going overboard here, mm-hmm. or my church is handling this wrong, or that's not how you would talk about this situation. Yep. You know what I mean? It's so Okay, I can see uh, that. I, I think it's the the church doctrine or the church teaching that has hurt people, not real Christianity.
1: And and I think what I'm seeing too, maybe it's multiple ways that people are turning away from the church. Mm -hmm. The group we're talking about who call themselves uh, Christians don't want to attend a church. There might be multiple reasons or multiple things to point Mm -hmm. to and why that is. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I still think there are so many people who have yet to give church a try and it's for... Typically, it's not deconstructed Christians. Yeah. Right. right. Most of Mm -hmm.
0: it's just back to that. Yeah. It has no relevance to my Mm -hmm. life, and I've got a hundred other things to do. Why would you waste your time? Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm
1: -hmm. Manipulative, all those things that we talked about.
2: So, if people are listening, could we answer the question? It was part of your question Mm -hmm. when you started, was why? Why (laughs) should I go to church? What is the value of going to church? Yep. And I think there's huge value, huge value. I think even in our culture, and not everybody's going to buy into this. You guys might even struggle with it. But I think uh, our church, (laughs) the church, I mean, the the church, Mm -hmm. the local church in America, because of how it started in America and how, you know, Jesus Christianity was so strong in America and things like that, I think the local church is what built um, a society of morality a society of honesty. People always broke the law, but we identified it as that. Mm-hmm. And the local, ch- as the local church dies, which it's dying rapidly, I think you can see a decay in society directly proportional to the church no longer having influence. The value of church is incredibly value for our culture, for people getting along. Think of this. Is there any other institution in our culture besides the local church that actually encourages and teaches people to be honest, to be friendly, to be nice, to be giving, to be generous. You know, these these things, thinking of others. There's no other, any institution in our culture that teaches that. And the church is valuable for its effect on culture. And so therefore, I need to be a part of it because it's so powerful. Um, I, I remember telling you a story, I don't know if I ever told you, but... I knew a guy one time who was a, the um, assistant chief uh, in Minneapolis, police. Mm. And he talked to all the officers, or his department anyway, yep. Yep. and he shared with them, he said, I encourage all of you guys to tithe, to give, to support your local church where you live. And he got a lot of heat for that. Why would I do that? Why? Kind of this whole thing. And he said, from his position, he said, they are the only institution in our culture that's on our side and helping us. Yeah. So support them. I mean, that was his take on it. Mm-hmm. So that's one reason why why people should go to church, and just what it does for culture. Second reason why people should go to church is because it is this amazing way to stay on a regular basis, just like going to the gym on a regular basis. There is this regularity to it that keeps us... I, I know when I go to church, honestly, I know everything that's going to be said. I know the Bible well. But it's amazing that I still go because... I love to be inspired by the worship and reminded by messages, Mm. reminded of things and like inspired along with other people. And another reason why I go to church and why I think every Christian should go to church is not necessarily because I'm going to learn something new. I've been a Christian for many, many years. But if I'm not there helping other people learn something new, Mm. who's going to? Sure. And you know what? If you are a Christian, if you are a Christian, The church is God's plan for reaching the world. And I I know a lot of people who say, you know, I don't have to go to church to be a Christian. True. But what bothers me, because this is not true, I'm I'm still close to God without going to church. I don't believe that. I honestly don't believe somebody's close to God because I think it's impossible to be close to God and not be doing or around where God's heart is god's heart he cares about nothing more than reaching as many people as possible to know him and experience his love how can somebody be close to god and say but i don't want anything to do with that you know and so a a reason for a christian to go to church is to reach people who aren't christians to be christians i mean i I just can't
0: to be fair though we all know and have been to churches though that are that not don't do that. doing that. And okay. so, like let's... we said, a lot
2: of churches are different, okay? Mm. And and I believe that there are churches that are much more biblically accurate and and sincere Christians than other churches. Yep. A lot yeah. of churches are there to perpetuate their doctrine or their denomination and that's all they're sure. there for and I wouldn't be interested in one of those, yeah. you know.
0: Right. We should come back to at the end just don't let me forget how to pick a church, mm. just in yeah. case somebody's you know listening oh, and, sure. and doesn't know. But uh, I want to s- gin sake. Circle back. Circle back. Is that that's not even a relevant reference? Oh, it's anymore. To I have me. no idea okay. what, we,
2: what that means. Gin sake. We'll explain later.
0: Not gin. It's not a cocktail. Gin, sa-
2: <laughs> gin oh, 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 <laughs> saki. We should yes. make a cocktail with gin and sake. And sake.
0: Oh. oh, we can't forget this. Okay, this, okay. we're going to call <laughs> the it the circle, back-y. <laughs> oh, have the circle back. Oh, you ever heard of a gin <laughs> Um, I want to go back to something you said. You said there's no other institution that is teaching honesty and treating people mm-hmm. kindly and all mm-hmm. those sorts of things. Um, I want to push back against that with the schools. Only because I have kids in the school system mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm and i know from you know orientations when they start a new school mm-hmm. or conferences or whatever there's this whole you know different code thing they try to teach and it is much of that stuff
2: some of it so but i think it's very twisted very okay. minimal and there's so much other poison involved in that it's like if you if you're in a college and business school you know they you know business ethics yeah that is not the same as what i'm talking about it, okay of, you know, not even close. So what
0: would you say the difference is with a school trying to teach you to be honest and a church? Like why, if, say, say my kids or I grew up going to school hearing be mm-hmm. honest, mm-hmm. well, if you tell me I only get that at church, no, I didn't. So why is church? Okay, what, so, uh, what sort of honesty?
2: More, uh, more morality in church. And part of morality is honesty and work ethic and be responsible and the the school system, at least our school system, uh, teaches me some of that. Different county, different county. But homie. <laughs> but it's very skewed, and I think even gets away from really accurate truth. For example, loving others, you know, it's really pushed. Love others, love others, but it goes beyond what love really is, and it becomes damaging. You know, it, it's it's just this blanket. We'll love people. But what if, what if that person love really? Love
0: people means accept everything. Accept with eyes everything.
2: Closed. Always, you know, like help everybody destroy themselves. I mean, it could be, you know, just well if you see somebody, never
0: say anything corrective because that's not loving. Yeah,
2: you know what? You sure. can't. You can't help somebody. They're in a destructive lifestyle, and loving thing to do is just encourage it. You know, like that's that's the kind Your school of love. Sucks. <laughs> hey. Your school district does the same thing. They wouldn't so. say it that way, but I don't they think do. So at all. Uh,
0: I don't think any school district says, says it, it that Nobody way. says it that way, of mm-hmm. course. But I could mm-hmm. see that. I could see that. Um, I was listening to a different um, podcast. It was a local sports station in our area. This a uh, couple months ago.
1: WGN Chicago. That's <laughs> what it was.
0: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, and this guy was on, I think his name was like Dan Butner or something like that. Anyway, the smart, super smart guy, Olympic, whatever, world record holder. Anyway, he's got this company, I think it's called Blue Zones. And he talks about these different areas of life that right. were all about longevity and making the most, you know, and why are there some cultures that... You know the the vast majority of people make it to a hundred, yep. and then there's mm-hmm. cultures like America where we die at 64 because we're all obese and all those sorts of things. So anyway, right. but one of the things he mentioned in there, he got on the topic of just religion and spirituality in general, mm-hmm. and he confessed he's not a Christian. Um, he's he he said I think he said he falls more like the agnostic category, mm. but through research, like scientific research with all sorts of super smart people. They noticed a trend, and he said, "One of the greatest things you can do for kids, even just from a health perspective, is get young kids, teenagers, and younger involved in their local church." Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's just it is. He he said, Mm -hmm. "I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you why the numbers say this. Mm -hmm. It's just this is what the data says. Mm -hmm. Is there is a which I think goes back to that community aspect because he talked Mm -hmm. about that a lot as well too." There is just a tangible side of our lives mm-hmm. that is enriched through mm-hmm. the type of community mm-hmm. I think churches are supposed to have.
2: Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. And and I think the church teaches things that the public school system has taboo. They can't go there. But research would prove that premarital sex is harmful. Mm-hmm but the school's not going to teach that. The school's going to teach... Safe sex. Safe sex. Big difference. It sounds close, but Mm -hmm. it's a big difference. Uh, I think science has proved, too, with people's confusion and going through puberty, and the school would encourage chaos in your life instead of encourage balance or kind of good principles that would come, that are healthier for us. Now, those principles usually come from God, the school district's not going to teach that. Right. You know, they're just just—they're too bound to just everybody, everything. And I don't think that's teaching morality. And mm-hmm. yeah, they might say, be honest, but I'll bet you there's a, some situational ethics in there. Probably. And I'm sure. that anyway, so what my statement was the church is the only institution that that really teaches morality without the condemnation. And too many churches have the condemnation mm-hmm. with it. But not real Christianity doesn't. Yeah,
0: and, I feel like we need a qualifier with like if there, if churches did what they were supposed to do. Yeah. It's so hard to do.
1: This that is, is how a, it would be for, for a non-Christian though. That's so hard for them to determine that so quickly. Well, yeah, there are, yeah, I th- there are I, some things that you just quickly kick out. Yep. but it's so hard for them to be able to see bad teaching or bad doctrine within a mm-hmm. church.
0: Mm-hmm. I, well, I think of like the the why sh- why should somebody go to church. I think a huge thing for me that I would say is this, like, encouragement factor Mm -hmm. of of a community. But again, it's with the understanding or the preconceived idea of, like, a healthy community operating the way it's supposed to, Mm -hmm. which unfortunately is not true for many churches. But I think when a church operates correctly, even if you don't believe the same things yet, Mm -hmm. you should be able to find good uplifting encouraging relationships mm-hmm. with people that we're just not wired in our society mm-hmm. to have anymore you know yep. the, the idea of like close-knit neighborhoods from the 50s mm-hmm. doesn't exist mm-hmm. we go home we hole up and we watch netflix and then we just go to work again and you guys need to our- move <laughs> <laughs> my neighborhood is like that our relationships at work typically speaking our sure. very surface level you know we move so far away from our families now this kind of nuclear family and even extended family all being in a close distance to each other right mm-hmm. is all gone because of you know yep. remote working or jobs mm-hmm. or whatever reasons we're like so much of our lives is isolated oh i think yeah that's a huge thing and i think you can find that you can find a remedy for that yeah. in a church at a deeper, more beneficial level, again, assuming it's a good church, yeah. than you can anywhere else. Yeah.
1: Uh, sure. it, to me, a good church, and we can, to your point, describe how do you find a good church, but Christian or non-Christian alike, I get so much value from the relationships, the things you talk about, too. I get so much value from the challenges, not always from a message, sometimes it's just in in contact with another christian that you you have mm-hmm. that type of relationship with mm-hmm. uh, you and i were even talking earlier in a group i didn't learn anything but there's nothing profound mm-hmm. but it's like that's a really good thought exercise sure right and it's mm-hmm. like little things like that i get so much value of that as a christian but even as a non-christian there's so right. many things that you can get out of the relationships you would you be around with those types of people because they're the kind of folks that um, go to a good solid church that I would say we all you know have um, those types of church relationships with too, but it's people you want to build your family life together with. You want to mm-hmm. challenge one another to be just better people. We challenge for better Christians, but mm-hmm. you know better people. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you can certainly get that, and I would certainly expect you would get that by going mm-hmm. to a church.
0: Mm-hmm. I think from the same the same guy who said the you know uh, the reason most people don't go to church because yeah. they bend to one. He also said, hey, being being a Christian, which I, again, I just don't think you can be a healthy one without being a part of a local church, but will give you a better life and make you better at life. Mm-hmm. And I think those are the sorts of mm-hmm. things. Now, we got to define better, right? Better is mm-hmm. not American dream yep. sort of things. But show us, I think if you find a good church, can show you where to find real life, yep. better life, more fulfilling life, less charades and masks and everything that the American dream tries to convince us. Yeah. And also remind, teach, lead, encourage all of us to live a better life. Yep. as well. So
2: and there's another aspect that is solely specific to the church and that is uh, to experience the Holy Spirit and the presence of God and his love. And his encouragement, his fulfillment, his satisfaction, you can't find anywhere else. Right. Uh the church is all about experiencing God, a good church. We should qualify you Yeah, can't you can find, find anywhere it anywhere else. If you're a Christian, yes. you can find it other places. However, but it's a different. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's something about um, a good church mm-hmm. connected to God. Uh, drawing everybody into seeking God, experiencing God, worshiping God—that you can't replicate anywhere else. Agreed. You just can't.
1: I would agree. Yep. So the the big question then: <clears throat> How would you find a a church if you were p- moved? Your your mm-hmm. work moved you to a different location altogether. How would you, as Christians, and then again as a non-Christian, in yeah, those I'm shoes, glad you specified? Yeah. How would you, as Christians? identify and find a church for you and your family Mm -hmm. to start going for. for. And then what would you do and recommend to non-Christians who are going to be in that position? Yep,
2: I would give both of them. Personally, I would give them the opposite advice. Okay. If a Christian's looking for a church, I would tell them, please don't look for a church that you like, that has the music for you, and they speak just like you like. Please, if you're a Christian, look for a church that is actively about the mission that Jesus Christ set for the churches to do, a mission that is to draw all people into a growing relationship with God through knowing Jesus Christ. Please find a church like that. You may not like the music. You may not like certain things. But as a Christian, find one and get involved and join that mission. A non-Christian, I would give the opposite advice. Visit churches two or three times each one until you find one that you really feel comfortable in, that you like the music, that you're inspired, you like listening to the messages, you make you feel comfortable. So I, w- I would give them complete opposite uh, instructions. Mm.
0: I, I would totally agree with what you said to the Christians. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I would need to add something to the non, mm-hmm. because there are a lot of places that call themselves churches today, Mm-hmm. That have things like the Sparkle Creed, yeah, and all sorts of mm-hmm. other goofy theology. Okay, I, I really should have added later. that. You do right. you know what the Sparkle Creed no, is? I'm gonna find. I'll out have later. to tell you yeah. offline. I'll show mm-hmm. you a video. It's Great. Looking it's forward to horrific. This. But I don't know. I don't know how they would do this, but I would say you've got to see if they are as biblically accurate, at least as you can understand. Mm-hmm. So, like. Uh, you know, if you if you're gonna if you're gonna read some some study from somebody or read a book someone wrote, I would hope most of us as rational adults know how to fact check and right, not right, in the right. Facebook sense, mm-hmm. but like actually look up, see, like okay, is is what they're saying true? Right. Even mm-hmm. if I don't believe it, to at least have a little bit of wherewithal to say, okay, well that's what they read. I'm gonna at least go check that. Yeah. And make sure that what they said is actually what right the book says. That's, yeah, mm-hmm. I think so, that's valuable too yeah mm-hmm. boy, I can't wait to show you the sparkle creed it's, well I mean, it's incredible. Let's get to it then yeah, <laughs> what would you tell somebody
1: um similar things I think if I was plopped into a different community uh i don't know where looking for a church i would I would look for a church that I'm comfortable raising my family in that it, uh follows doctrine that i'm um interested in being and to your point i i would Hope I never get complacent and want to be involved in a church that's not actively trying to grow the church. Um, to me, that's that's really up there in importance. Um, and then for a non-Christian, I think that the very least just trying multiple churches and trying to realize and understand you're probably gonna not like the first church you go in. That's why there's so many churches in every community; like they're gonna be wildly different. Some are absolutely terrible, and I wouldn't probably won't be there either. Um, I wouldn't recommend them. Wouldn't recommend them, but keep trying them because I think there's so much value that you will get out of a church. As Mm -hmm. again, somebody who nobody's forcing me, I don't have any family ties to a church, I don't have any reason to be going to the church that I go to. Um, But I've been going to a church of, of some level for 18 straight years and have no desire to stop going. I have no, um,
0: and not without challenges either.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Tons of them. Yeah. Yeah, Tons of challenge, but it's just, I I still, to me, it is such a high importance, high priority. And I don't know if I've always felt that way in in day one of of whatever church I started going to at that period of time. Um, but I do feel like over time you you get that feeling that this is a priority. This is where I need to spend my time because I get so much out of it. To your point before, it's like working out, and I know you don't work out. <laughs> to me, it's a cumulative I'm, effect. It is when I get into that mode, the first couple times are not fun, right? And I have zero motivation. But when you start to turn that motivation into a discipline approach, I
0: must have never done it enough. It's never been. Fun. We'll talk <laughs> later. I'd
1: love to get you guys together. <laughs> um, when you get to that mindset, where it becomes a discipline, and then it becomes a desire. To me, that's where it's it's the the best part about it, and it just it does take time. In my opinion, especially if you're a new Christian or not a Christian at all, mm-hmm. so give it a try. Mm-hmm. Try a place, you know, multiple times because you might just be coming on the worst possible week for the <laughs> message series.
2: <laughs> you might be there when the youth pastor speaking. Yeah, exactly. However, yeah, you, you can tell certain things about the atmosphere and things. That <sighs> yeah, really, I was just going to add. That. You know, yeah. I mean, that's why you got to find something enjoyable. You know, I mean, if you feel uncomfortable, you feel uh, you don't feel welcomed. If you feel judged, yeah, you I don't. think Agreed. you can
0: tell. If you're a non-Christian, you can tell by the first time, how people treat you. If it's yep. with judgmentalness yep. and looking mm-hmm. down on you, don't go back a second time because mm-hmm. that's not something that's, oh, they had an off week or yep. the video didn't work or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's the character of the church is shown mm-hmm. in the people.
1: You know, we went to, uh, my wife and I, when we uh, are either on vacation or if we're out of town, we usually try to go to another church. And we were at this church and it stuck with me for years now, probably 10 years ago. Um, it was a a, uh, it wasn't a mobile church, but they were creating a second location. I think they were in a, in a movie theater whatever it was. I forget the whole situation uh, where they're at. But I just remember like, cause we, I was in a church at the time I was going through something very similar with a second location, trying to build it out. So I had some empathy for them. So that's why we selected oh, sure. to go to that church. And uh, I remember just walking in and there was just feeling, like, Oh, I feel at home. It was like-minded Christians. Again, I'm a Christian, right? But, It felt at home, and and Nicole, my my wife, and I walked away thinking, "Yeah, like if we had to move here, that would easily be a church that we'd be a part of." It's like that's how quickly you can be ingrained Uh into going to a church that is inspired by the right message, build people, reach people. Yeah, yep. And there are people that are like-minded, people that are in the same mission, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and very similar um, mindsets in terms of challenges and things of that nature, and, and trying to build each other up more than anything. It's just. Um, so they're out there, and there's a lot of uh, really good churches out there, and mm-hmm. I can tell you I've been to a bunch of them, um, and so keep yeah. trying.
2: Something you said, um, actually, you know, what I said is looking for something that's enjoyable, you're accepted, you're yeah. welcome, but you mentioned that the biblical accuracy part, I mean, I just was assuming that you're going to a good Christian church, but wow, how do people, I how do people, I mean, when you said that fact-checking stuff, can you imagine the confusion that could be out there? Mm-hmm. Uh, with, is yeah. it biblically accurate? How does a non-Christian go There's into There's half the no. churches
0: in our area I would not recommend right. yeah, me a too. non-Christian go to for yeah. that reason alone, let yeah. alone a bunch of others. But,
2: I mean, so us, we we know how to you know judge things, if it's bigger, biblically right. accurate or not. I mean, we know the Bible well enough and all that. We've been Christians for a long time. How would a non-Christian? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. How is a non-Christian going to fact-check? You can. I fi- have no idea. I don't know either.
1: I don't know. I mean, Google is a quick resource, but it's not the <laughs> best resource. <laughs> it's I'm not serious, a very good one. It's not an, no, no, uh, no, because I think because there have been times where I've looked up, you know, Bible verses. And I just quickly go. There is some good information, but you kind of have to know your starting. Don't point. look
0: at a Reddit link. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> okay, that but, would no, be... but
1: there's like you can find it, but the, the challenge I would say and that's where I was getting to is like you kind of have to have some sort of background knowledge, or there... you have
0: to have some ability to understand yeah. what you're filtering to. There is a site that I found probably five or six years ago that even I still go to quite often. It's either .org or .com, but it's Got Questions think.org and it's run by Christians, and it answers all sorts. I mean, they have a thousand pages mm-hmm. of questions, and almost everything I've looked at on there falls pretty much within the lines of Orthodox okay. Christianity. And so mm-hmm. I would say, you know, like if somebody goes and they hear a message about whatever topic, you can even be pretty open-ended to your questions on that site so yeah, that's right. one area got questions because
1: we should link uh, that
2: we should we'll put I know it in the I, description i've listened and watched and researched a lot of stuff and even people with a good solid name sometimes the screwiest stuff comes out of their yeah. mouth and so that's a scary thought
0: There is some weird stuff you know where mm. they can go hello at let's drink and dot com yeah, okay <laughs> send us an email we'll, we'll let it. you know we'll let you know Oh. You can send us a YouTube link to whatever church's message you go to. We'll have a no. cocktail leaderboard and a church yeah, message leaderboard. Yeah, <laughs> leaderboard yeah. Right at zero to no, 10. No, that that, that was good.
2: somebody taking liberty there. Yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> I like what they the said the here, wrong but radio. ratio yeah. of
0: grace and truth. Yeah. So.
2: Oh, goodness.
1: All right. Well, go ahead and give yourself a try of orange juice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sure. <laughs>
0: Just, just take a good old Sh- shot or tall glass. Either way, six a.m.
2: would probably be a good time. OJ, o- 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 yeah, yep. Yeah. I mean, I
0: finished it. Yeah, orange juice is good. Orange <laughs> juice. Why wouldn't I finish it?
1: Uh, this was at night, apparently, for you. It just yeah, so I weird. Guess
0: so, all right. Um. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Hey. Uh. If you have questions about any of the stuff that we talked about, or I mean, seriously, we won't do a church, you know, message leaderboard. No, but I wouldn't
1: call it out, but secretly we'll do
0: it but if you have questions or or you know maybe you have an experience at church that you just want to share with us as to why you go or why you don't go we would uh, we would love to hear those things and maybe depending on response we might even revisit this topic this season or next or something so anyway thanks for sticking around this far and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode